0: Hello, everyone. Serious from Germany. My name is Judel Kesker Boris, and I welcome you to this episode of Running and Fabulous, a podcast created to ignite and empower new and amateur runners to hit the road and push themselves to the very next level. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How is everyone on this fine, fine day? I want to share with you the importance of actually maintaining a strong mind and not getting discouraged easily. Because let me tell you, (laughs) oh, my glasses, I'm going to break them. Um, I actually, uh, I had what I call an eventuality before the Frankfurt Marathon. I know I told told you I was going to tell you about the aftermath of the Frankfurt Marathon, but I'll tell you, about the before math okay (laughs) so here's what happened i um tapered the last week of the marathon and increased obviously the whole nutrition bit like i shared with you before but there was something else that i did that i shouldn't have done okay and that was I started to do stretches and things that I hadn't done in months okay so one of them was downward facing dog okay I did that after running like little five kilometer on Wednesday the Wednesday before the run so I did a downward facing dog and I'm like oh I remember when I used to do a downward facing dog and be able to sink the heels on the ground so if you know yoga if you know about this position you know how much that stretches your calves and you know the back of your legs okay and basically when i run like i i can run forever i my calves are always they're like fantastic my calves are like a queen nothing touches it okay i get knee problems maybe my my you know quads whatever hamstrings but my calves they remain solid okay and this time i decided to be really funny and you know flexible and i tried to do the downward facing dog the proper way and i stretched a little bit too hard Okay, so what ended up happening is that on the Wednesday before the marathon, I, I started to have already, I started to feel that my calls were talking to me. You know, like when you have a muscle that is like, hey, you here, I need attention. Well, that's what I, I felt like. And usually when I wake up in the morning, I actually do a body check just to check how everything is, you know, like where do I hurt? what needs attention today? Especially after, uh, you know, during the the training and uh, the week before the marathon. So I actually woke up every morning and my calves were talking to me. So I just felt like this is really not right. It's not good. So I started to put magnesium oil in it and I started to, you know, cream it and massage it and just like baby my calves. Like I even didn't do that little 5K that I wanted to do the day before the marathon because I was kind of afraid that I would like do something to my calves in any event the point is is that I was so worried about my calves that um, you know (laughs) failing me during the marathon that I borrowed compression socks from my friend and I never ever wear compression socks and, uh, and I borrow these. And I think if it wasn't for these socks, I probably would have not finished the marathon. Because here's what happened. During the training, like the first half of the marathon, I was really, really on target. I finished in 153. So I was really, really on target, excited uh, to finish uh, my, my marathon within the four-hour range that I have uh, hoped for. And uh, then there was there was another thing that happened, and that is like my tracker was completely off. Like it was off by more and more every time, like more and more distances. And I had a I had a very clear nutrition plan, and that means that you know during the race there are certain stations. So I study the entire map of where my water stations are going to be, and I actually write down. At which point am I going to consume a gel because I need water? Well, generally, you should really have water immediately afterwards. Um, So it's actually something to think about for the next marathon. (laughs) Maybe consume something that is more liquid. In any event, um, so basically, I, I was consuming these gels, and these particular gels are more jelly than all the other gels that I've tried, and um, I needed water immediately afterwards. And sometimes the water stations didn't show up for one kilometer later. Now, I'm not paying attention at the markers. Like, the, there's there's markers along the marathon, like, you know, you're in the 5, 10, 15, 20, et <clears throat> I'm not paying attention to that. Um I'm just kind of focusing on my form, on running, on my time. Like I'm looking really I'm really dependent on my tracker because I train with it and I it's it's sort of like my my it's, it's like like an extra, like an appendix to my arm because I, I really depend on it and I rely on it. And it has been very good to me in the sense that it's never really failed me as bad as it did in the, in the Frankfurt Marathon. So I would consume a gel and like there would not be any water for a kilometer to go. You have no idea like what it is, like how desperate it is to, to have a plan and to be in a marathon and to... And to have something that disturbs you like a plan that doesn't work, right? Like I consume my gel and now I have like this gooey consistency in my mouth and it's taking a little while to come down and I don't find water. You know, like now the concern is no longer let me keep my pace, my posture, uh, control my mentality. You're like looking for water. How annoying is that? okay so basically (laughs) that happened okay i managed to like uh the first half like i said was right really great and it all really started to go really haywire and especially during a part that we go through the center of frankfurt like later on i looked at the map and the tracker was all over the place like it was marking side streets and like really like going around (laughs) the neighborhood where I was actually going in a straight line so you can just imagine all the kilometers that this thing added to it right so I actually started to uh, also feel my my calves they were really talking to me right like I said they were they were talking to me they were like girlfriend you got to take it easy so I had to stop many many times uh I actually like at one point I was just like hey guy what's going on there's another guy uh, walking the marathon who had some knee problem and we just like got into a conversation and I'm like all right so seven kilometers to go let's go let's go let's go (laughs) and I just took off because I just wanted to finish the thing but here's the thing I didn't know my tracker was off right so I was like seven kilometers to go and I'm running 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 and then I'm like oh it looks like I have good time and then suddenly oh shoot I don't have good time I'm going to be after four hours and you know it was just like really discombobulated like the whole entire thing it was really messy and this is why i'm telling you like that dream that i had remember the dream that i posted last time it probably was manifesting this little eventuality is what i call an eventuality. During this, um, during the Frankfurt Marathon, like the messiness of it, the not knowing where things are, you know? I don't like to interpret things too much into it, but I do have sometimes dreams. They manifest things that are not necessarily, um, you know, in the same way that they are coming in my dreams, but they do sort of, right? Like I'm thinking now, thinking as I talk to you and relating to that dream, and it's like, Yeah, maybe that's what the dream was telling me, that this was going to be a very messy run, that my tracker was going to throw me off an entire kilometer. You have no idea. You have no idea what it felt like to see a tracker, you know, your watch, yeah, marking 42.2 kilometers after you have been on the road for four hours or almost four hours. It marks 42.2 kilometers and there is no finish (laughs) Insight. <laughs> you have no idea how incredibly desperate I felt when my tracker told me I was done and there were still not finishing line. There were there were like people saying, You're almost there, you know, people cheering, and I'm like, Oh my god, when am I there? And I actually wanted to stop and I'm just like, no. And you know what I did? I actually went into the power of my mind. So what I did at that point when 42.2 kilometers marked on my watch and there was a no festale in sight with the finish line and the red carpet and the whole bling-balang, okay? I actually really went into a trance. I went into a trance where I started to feel my feet and my leg and just telling myself one foot in front of the other and just went really into my head I was no longer watching people I was no longer even listening to my calls I went completely inside my body and I pulled the energy from like within from somewhere and I pulled through and when I close my eyes I literally ran and closed my eyes and you would think girl you're nuts you could trip and fall but it wasn't like that like I was really kind of like it was more like you know close one two three open one two three close one two three open one two three so I would close my eyes like that and go into almost into a meditative state right I really went into a meditative state and surrendered to the fact that I had no freaking clue when this thing was going to end right because if my Watch said it's 42.2 kilometers and there is no finish in sight. And some people are telling me I'm almost there. I'm just gonna like trust what people are telling me because I have no idea. Like, I just need to cross the finish line. I've been on the road for a while and this thing's gotta finish. Okay. So. That's exactly what I did and when I actually saw the Fest Hale and I went through those doors and I saw that red carpet and that finish line, I actually lifted my arms up in the air and I put it in prayer position, as in yoga prayer position, just like bring it down in prayer position and just say, thank you, God. I am done. And I must have looked pretty bad because there was somebody that came to me and was like, are you alright? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm freaking cramping up. You have no idea. I'm just like, I'm alright. <laughs> I need time to accept and enjoy the moment that I finished this marathon. So it was a real, um, mentally, it was a real struggle for me. Um, not knowing like this, this whole plan that went off, like this whole... discombobulated tracker and my my calves kind of like giving in on me and me feeling my my legs ultra ultra heavy so I don't know what was going on there uh, during this marathon but like I said in one of my podcasts you never know what's gonna happen in a marathon until you actually run it, okay? And I had big, big goals, big goals with very little training, right? I wanted to again do 3:45 on this marathon, and this is I chose it specifically because it's a flat marathon. <laughs> there are no hills, so um, you can actually do good timing in those in those types of uh, races. But you know, one. More marathon in the bucket list of marathons done. I'm happy that I came out of there and uh, that I finished it. Right, that's for me very important to finish what I start. So it was overall it was a learning experience. Okay, and I think I'm gonna start to pay more attention to my dreams. Or maybe here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to include in my marathon preparation week I'm going to include a complete meditation where I will focus on all kinds of positive things (laughs) because honestly like the struggle was real finishing that marathon they say that marathon actually starts on kilometer 30 and for me it was a real true this last time and I don't recall finishing so weak a marathon uh, before yeah um even the super ultra hot marathon in in munich was a half marathon nevertheless but even that one uh which was finished with almost 40 degrees i i was not that weak (laughs) so in any event my friends that is what happens inside the course of a marathon when you're like discombobulated (laughs) so thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you with the next aftermath and, ciao. and with that, my fabulous listeners, this podcast has come to an end. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and giving me the gift of time. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and share and if you want to leave me a message say hello ask a question send me regards don't forget to come into to anchor.fm and record one for me i'd love to hear from you okay or we can link up on instagram at judelki health i wish you a wonderful wonderful day and hasta la vista baby ciao